This is the Show Up Show, helping coaches, service providers, leaders, and entrepreneurs to master showing up to build their brand, authority, and grow their business. Whether it's showing up on social media, in front of an audience, on a live interview, or an actual stage, this podcast is going to help you overcome visibility fear to confidently brand yourself as the authority in your industry. I'm Joanne Chan, aka the Confidence and Visibility Queen, and I am on a mission to share how I went from a nobody to the confident leader I am today, what I have learned and what I have done to build my brand and business from scratch and help you do the same so that you can make an impact in the world with the meaningful work that you do. Whether you are new to the business world or feeling unsure about public visibility or you want to be seen and heard in a way that doesn't feel icky but authentic to you, you will discover how to become visible in your own unique way and show up as the confident entrepreneur you have always dreamed about becoming. Now, it's time to get you show up and be confidently visible so you can easily attract more clients and opportunities for yourself. Our guest today is a seasoned media communicator specializing in interpersonal communication skills. With over eight years of dedicated experience in the dynamic realm of public relations and marketing communications, whether it's crafting compelling PR campaigns, refining marketing strategies, or simply enhancing your everyday interactions, he's your go-to consultant for crafting impactful messages and fostering meaningful connections. So guys, help me in welcoming the communication expert, Arturo Maracio Gonzalez. Hi, Arturo. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So excited that you are here and I enjoy your pre-talk. Um, so I want to ask you this question first and foremost. How do you define effective interpersonal communication? Well, that's the process of making sure that your message or what you're trying to say gets understood by the other person. Now, there's a lot that go into it. Most people will say, well, if you just talk, 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 that's you're communicating and that's not true because a true communicator has communicates with intent. He has a purpose in mind. He has a message that wants to get to you. And as a communicator, you need to make sure that you are using the, the correct language for your message so it gets understood because words have different meanings for different people, depending on their background. And uh, I live now in the United States, but I'm actually, I was born in Mexico. And when I came to the United States, it was a bit of a culture shock with the language because I thought I knew it. I, I thought I knew how to use it. Mm. And, you know, that wasn't the case. So I had to invest myself in learning the language and mastering how to use it and how to communicate with other people. Uh, during the last 10, 15 years uh, in the different jobs that I had, uh, they all helped me one way or another uh, in enhancing my communication skills. And... Uh, I also notice how people communicate, how the mistakes that they make. And uh, I try not to give advice sometimes because people get, you know, sometimes hurt if you give unsolicited feedback. So I wait until somebody asks me, you know, what do you think about the way I'm communicating? Then I will give my advice. So what are some of the mistakes that, what are some of the, I would say, what are some of the common mistakes that people make when it comes, when it comes to communication? Well, 
the, their use of the language because most of the time people think that just because they say something one way the other party is going to understand it and that's it that's not the case sometimes you have to you know ask for feedback uh, sometimes when i have uh, conversations with another co-worker or with one of my bosses what i do is when they give me instructions to do a job or a project i listen with intent i mean my focus is on what that person is saying and just to make sure that i understood i repeat it back to them making sure that i understood what he said <laughs> because mm -hmm. sometimes when you try to communicate with someone you tell them go do this and this and this and they just said okay yes and they think they understood then when they go do the project or the work they don't know what they're doing yeah <laughs> so they didn't understood the instructions so they have to go back and then the boss is going to say well i thought you understood what i said and there's some miscommunication right there so whether you're a boss or a co-worker it is very important that you guys communicate with each other before you start a project or uh, work that you need to be done right. so so because the more uh, effective the communication is the more clear it is then the better chances are that you guys are going to have a good time working together because you know different people have different ways of doing things and sometimes there's conflict because well i want to do it this way and you want to do it this way so and then if you don't do it the way i want to do it well i'm not going to work with you <laughs> or i'm going to try to you know make sure that you look bad in front of the boss and uh, that's another area of communication you know handling conflict with people that it's very important that you have as an entrepreneur as a people that's as a person that just coming out of school that you need to learn that and you you learn that on the job that's not something that they teach you in school uh, when i went to school you know for public relations um, for my public relations degree they didn't teach me anything about how to deal with people that's something that you learn on the field <laughs> that's something very important uh, if you're in school right now or just starting your business or 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 a seasoned employee or a boss that's something that you need to know how to deal with and if you're just starting a job, your objective should be learn how to take orders from your boss. Because I see that a lot of people, when they're brand new or they're going to a new job, they have a boss bark at you orders, do this and this and this and this. And some people don't like it and, and they get resentful, they get hurt, but they have to learn not to take things personal. They have to keep their emotions in check. If you want to be a, a communications leader, you have to keep your emotions in check. Don't make anything personal. Whatever they say to you, just uh, like I said before, repeat it back to them to make sure they understand that you understood what they said and that you're going to do exactly what they said. Yeah. And, uh, you know, handling your emotions, it's, it's very difficult for most people. I mean, you talk to someone and you rub them the wrong way and they get incensed and they get irate and they start yelling and you know most people don't know how to handle that the the initial reaction of most people is you know yell back <laughs> or get upset too and then the things escalates and then you start arguing and then it becomes up to a point where you don't know what you're arguing about you just want to win <laughs> and and myself being a, a an expert in negotiation that's one of the things that you need to avoid if you want to uh, get a result that is beneficial for both parties. 
what I do most of the time when I get into a conflict that I didn't start, I said, okay, well, you know, let's try it your way and see how it goes, right? And if it works, well, you know, we both win. We got the job, we completed it, and we, we go home happy with each other. And maybe the next time we'll work again together. But there are some times when the other person, no matter what you do, whether you, you, whether he likes you or not, I mean, he's going to try to uh, undermine you. And uh, recently I had an experience like that where, um, and I have to say this before I go into the story. You know, when you meet people, you have to keep in mind that 20% of the people you meet are not going to like you, no matter what you do. That's a fact. Yes. And, uh, and I noticed that when I work to networking events and I go with, I go with that mindset, okay, 20, if there are 20 people in there, four are not going to like it, no matter what I do. Okay, I'm just going to be nice. So, but I, you got to keep in mind also that there are other 80% of the people are going to like you. So try to focus on that if you want to be successful in networking or communicating with other people. But back to my example, I, will, I was going to give you a bit about this uh, conflict I had with this person. Uh, he treated me like I was, you know, dirt, <laughs> to put it bluntly, because he was more experienced than I was, and I understood that. But uh, at the second time I had to work with him, I tried a different tactic with him, you know, I, because I have a, a photographic memory of everything that people say to me, I remember facts and the way they say it and how they said it. So I remember the previous time, it, it didn't work out. So this time I tried a different approach. I tried to agree with him in advance. So when we got to the job site, the first thing I told him, told him was, you know, you were right the last time. Why don't we do it your way and see how it goes? Because I think the advice you gave me last time was very helpful. And by saying that, he kind of softened a little bit of his attitude, so it became more amiable, more friendly, and he started offering more advice, positive advice that the last time he didn't do. So that's a very uh, useful tactic if you want to put it in your toolbox whenever you are in, in a conflict situation with a person like that, and you're going to find him. I think that uh, there's a lot of people out there who don't know how to handle conflict, conflict, and the first thing is that in their mind is, well, I'm going to go find another job where they treat me differently. But I, I got news for you. Yeah. If you go to a new job, you're going to find those people there too. They're yes. everywhere. So there's yeah. no way to escape them. So the best thing you can do is learn how to deal with conflict by becoming a better communicator. Is that, and that is something that I would focus on. Wow, that's so helpful. Yeah. So I, I think the other, the other issue when it comes to communication is that a lot of people are struggling with, and I heard this a lot of time, too many times, you know, people say they, you know, they are struggling with conveying their thoughts clearly. Like, mm -hmm. you know, they don't know how to, you know, articulate their ideas um, confidently, even when it comes to social media or, you know, writing emails or um, things like this. So what are some of the tips or strategies that you can offer um, that can help us articulate our ideas or thoughts um, clearly mm -hmm. and confidently. Well, that is something that I can uh, very easily uh, tell you about because I was like that. <laughs> I was a very shy person growing up. I didn't talk right. to a lot of people. I had like three or four friends, very close friends that I was, I talked with them, but with everybody else, I was very shy. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
as I grew up and my friends started, you know, moving out and carrying on with their lives, I found myself all, all alone. So there was no, I had no other option, but, you know, come out of my shell and, you know, face the world. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I was very passionate about was, you know, growing up was broadcasting and radio and television. I love that field. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love, you know, being in communications. And uh, one of the things that I do was to study people that were very successful communicators, whether in radio, TV, uh, uh, public speakers, I invested myself in them. I learned from them how they express their ideas. If there was uh, an interview show, I, learned, I tried to pay attention to the kind of questions they asked their guests. Mm. And that's a way, that, because, you know, they're very good communicators. They know how to have a conversation. That's mm -hmm. an art that's been lost, I think, today. When I was growing up, we had late night shows where the host will have a guest, uh, whether it was to promote a show or a movie or TV or whatever was the case. But they uh, rarely talk about the product. They talk more about themselves. They had a conversation and you could feel it. Yeah. because they share experiences about their struggles, their troubles. And that's something that the audience relates to. So my advice to you is try to find some thing uh, when you're having a conversation that you can relate to the other person. I'll give you an example. When I work to networking events, uh, I'm always prepared. And you have to do this too. You have to read widely. Read about topics you are not interested in. Uh, I read about gardening stuff, about boating, about guns, about movies, how they're made, photography. I mean, every kind of topics that you can find. Just pick up uh, an article, a, a magazine, and read about it. You don't have to memorize it, but just find a thing or two that, because you're going to find people that are into those kind of topics. And, and all you have to do when you meet somebody new, just talk to them, hey, uh, what kind of hobbies do you have? And they're going to say, well, you know, I have this garden that I didn't, you know, oh, there you go. What, and you can ask them about what, if they're planting, you know, roses or bushes or uh, uh, what kind of, or what type of flowers are they putting in and how long they've been doing that. And you, when you start asking questions like that of topics that they're interested in, trust me, they're going to open up like a book. And they're going to give you all this kind of information. They're going to have a great time talking to you about what they like. Wow. And what, what you have to do right then, you know, once you finish your conversation, uh, if, if they give you a business card, that's great. If not, you have to carry a notebook and make a note. Okay, today I met this person. Let's say Joy today I met Joy and she likes gardening and she plants these kinds of stuff. And then go a little bit of research when you get home on that topic. So the next time you meet her, you can say, hey, Joy, you know, I remember you told me about your gardening. I was looking on the internet about this stuff. What are your opinion about, you know, is this something that I can do or what are your suggestions? And trust me, you're gonna develop a relationship with that person very, very quick. And the next time that they have one of their contacts looking for a person that has your skill set, the first thing they're gonna think about is you. Oh, I remember Arturo said that he has communication skills and was looking for this type of job. Let me, let me see if he's interested. And that's how, you know, relationships develop. Not about 
the job you're looking for or about your business or about your product, but personal relationships. And it doesn't have to go into personal stuff. It's just about stuff that you like to do, like a hobby, like I said, planting, or maybe you like coffee and you like to go to different places and try different coffees or food. Yeah. Who doesn't like to eat? <laughs> That's yeah. another question you say. You can say, hey, what kind of food do you like? Do you, can you recommend any restaurants around this area? Do you live around here or do you know this area? It's very, very, very easy to have those kind of questions prepared if you know how to do it. But most people don't. That's why they struggle. Most people get into a conversation. Hey, how do you do? This is my name. I have this kind of business. And then the conversation dies down. Yeah. You notice that? Yeah, of course, because I attended a lot of networking events. I, I love networking. I love to meet people, right? I love talking to people. But I find your ideas, like, I mean, what you just shared was so fascinating, especially something that I have not personally thought of. Like, you got to read, because I always read things that I am interested in, right? I really mm -hmm. buy books yes, that I personally want to learn or interested in. But hearing from what you hearing from you we got to also read about topics that we are not interested in so that we can you know um talk to you know this uh, reminded me of a book that i read many many years ago it was the title of the book i'm sure you are familiar with it as well it's how to talk to anyone i read a book but i can't remember what was in the book you know but it basically teaches you how to talk to anyone and um yeah so that, that is so helpful even for me i feel like yeah i'm gonna start reading up you know things topics that i'm not interested interested in but you know it's going to be helpful for me when it comes to networking and meeting people and talking to people so mm -hmm. that's really helpful thank you so much um yeah, sure you see that's one of the things that people don't do and, yeah. and i know that a lot and uh you know i have i guess a hobby or a passion for reading fashion magazines oh it has nothing to do with my <laughs> yeah. field of work but it's something that you can get ideas from too for your business because you have a lot of people involved in, in a fashion magazine. Uh, you have photographers, you have writers, you have editors, you have advertising. I mean, there's a lot of stuff and ideas that you can get from reading a, a simple magazine, whether it's architecture, whether it's uh, fashion, sports. I yeah. mean, you can go into sports. I mean, who doesn't watch sports, right? Yeah. You can talk about the latest uh, uh, team who's winning the championship championships, whether it's baseball or soccer. I mean, it, or you can go into uh, the music field too. There's, there's a lot of topics that you can learn about. Now you don't need to master them. You just need to know a few things here uh, to talk to people about. Uh, let me give you another example. Recently, I was working with this person and, and I was having a very hard time communicating with him. And uh, we happened to pass by uh, a lake. Okay. And then he mentions, yeah, you know, this uh, place reminds me of the uh, my place back home where I grew up and we did a lot of fishing and and then I remember that a long long time ago I did some fishing myself too and uh, and I asked him a question uh, you know what kind of fishing do you do and he said well I, I go to uh, sweet water fishing I said okay and, I, and then I asked him what kind of tackle do you use a tackle is the uh, the bait and then you should have seen him, his uh, face lit up and said, oh, I, I use this kind of uh, stuff. And sometimes I use the plastic ones, but I think the, this one is better. And this, uh, you can catch this kind of fish with this. And I mean, for about 15, 20 minutes, he went on and on and on and on. But, uh, and I could notice the, the love that he has for his uh, hobby, for his passion that he has. 
but you know that that's another example of how people can open up to you and and then afterwards uh, be more trustful with you or be open to communicate with you because you understood them you understood their passion you and even if i mean it was just a simple question that i did <laughs> i didn't do anything else and uh but you can connect with people like that getting is interested about other people is the key to become a better communicator an effective communicator if you're not doing that where well, you're falling behind so my suggestion to you like i said read widely uh, ask questions and always follow up in an email i mean it doesn't matter if you did business with that person or not if you connect with that person trust me your name is going to come up later in conversations somebody's when you go to a networking event and, and that person is going to talk and be talking about you because somebody's going to ask hey do you know that guy over there oh yeah tourists uh, very nice and you should talk to them it's a very good contact well and, yeah. and that's how your network is going to work not but by selling more marketing more marketing more or uh, ads on Facebook or not, but personal relationships. That's how you're going to grow. And trust me, you become a great communicator, you're going to open doors you didn't know they exist. Oh, wow, I love that. Yeah. So with the rise of remote work and online networking and you know, um, uh, marketing, mm -hmm. sorry, not marketing, um, networking and events, you know, and meetings, is it the same when it comes to like us, you know, we are like meeting on Zoom, right? Is it the same when it comes to online networking or maybe, you know, it's more complicated? What are, what are your thoughts on that? Well, for me, uh, uh, I think it's a bit more complicated because I like to read people's body language. <laughs> That's another area where you need to yeah. a little bit uh, interested in too. But I prefer one uh, personal meetings in person rather than uh, social media. But I think the, uh, you know, the pandemic really, really did us a disservice because it made us feel comfortable being at home and not going out. And as human beings, we need to be in contact with other people. Right. It is very important, not only for your social skills, but to develop, you know, that kind of communication skill that you need to be successful in business or in your personal life. And, uh, as a tool, I think it is useful, like the way we're doing it right now, because you know we live in different continents, and yet this technology allows us to yeah. have a conversation. But uh, my suggestion for everybody out there is get out, get out of where you are and do it. You can become more successful uh, in meeting people. Like I said, it's going to bring you more opportunities, and you're going to be a better at it. Right. Well, I, yeah, it's so true because I'm very comfortable at my home, you know, right now. And mm -hmm. I get to meet people all over the world and I feel like that is amazing, right? <laughs> but I mm -hmm. don't know. Like, you're, you're right. We, we we crave human connections, right? Because mm -hmm. two years lockdown pandemic is really bad for our mental health as well, like our personal well-being. So we need interaction. We need people. So, yeah, so that that two years of lockdown at home, I was so, was so lonely and I was struggling alone, mm -hmm. you know. So... When it comes to public speaking, um, a lot of people are afraid of public speaking. Public speaking is the number one fear for so many people. How do you help people? Maybe give us a tip to overcome public speaking fear because a lot of people, they are listening to this. They are, they are leaders or they are business owners. They are entrepreneurs. They have to be in front of 
people mm-hmm. call, you know, quite often or even go on a podcast is also part of uh, public speaking. What is your strategy for that or your one tip to overcome public speaking? You know, it's not that very difficult. It depends on uh, if you like to do it, but most people don't. Yeah. Uh, you need to talk about what you know. Talk about what you know, okay. about what you're passionate about. Uh, I'm sure you noticed that, you know, I'm very passionate about this topic. I don't have any notes. Yeah. I can talk about this stuff, uh, you know, on and on and on because I learned it. I experienced it. It is something that I do I, that I like to, you know, help people with, improve their, their communication skills in different, very different areas. Now, most people will suggest to you, you know, that you have to create an outline and, and a question and then a sentence and you explain that. Yeah. I mean, that's, to me, that's, that's, you're making it too complicated. Okay. I mean, for people who already know that and are uncomfortable getting in front of people, that's just, you're making it complicated for them and more difficult. So what I try to do is, you know, my process is when I train someone, you know, okay, I tell them, write a page about what you like and then present it to me, do a presentation. I'm not going to give you a two-hour video or a whole book that you need to read to, you know, talk about just if you like you know planting flowers or growing uh, fruit or whatever the case it is if you like bike riding tell me about an experience that you have where you had a great time where it was in the mountains in a park whatever the case it is give me a one minute presentation and what i'm going to do is going to look at you see how do you give me that presentation and then based on that technical stuff that you know we know you know I will make suggestions, okay, this is what you need to do. This is how you are going to improve. If you follow these things, you're going, to make, you're going to give me the same presentation, but now you're going to include what I'm asking you to do mm-hmm. in your presentation. And that's going to make you better. And uh, the trick is that you make changes little by little. People who are afraid to talk in public are not going to change overnight. Yeah. You have to do it gradually. So what I'm trying to do is, you know, do things a little bit of a time, okay, tomorrow you're going to give me this, the following day you're going to do something extra, and then you're going to change the topic, make it a little bit longer, and longer, and longer. (laughs) One of the things that I can suggest to you as a public speaker, get to the place you're going to talk about 15 minutes earlier, and I know this is going to sound weird, but you get into the room and practice your speech, and walk around the room, And as you walk around the room, start touching stuff. Touch the table, I say, or touch the drapes, or touch the the seats, the table, the microphone, touch a little bit. Why you need to do that? Because you need to get comfortable with the room. So you are not afraid of the room. You know where everything is and how it feels. So that's it. Wow. And tip number two, when you're in front of the people, most of the people don't need, don't, most of the presenters don't know this, but you don't actually need to see people in the eyes. Mm. All you have to do is look above their heads <laughs> to that point behind there. Uh-huh. Because when you look about the point behind their heads or top of their heads, people think that you're looking at them, but actually you're looking behind them. Okay. Okay. I'm going to stop here. So what if we are in a room full of people? Because usually when it comes to public speaking, we are in a conference or, mm-hmm. like, you know, hall and it's not just one person. How do we look at like, like, 
thousands of audience like at the same uh -huh. time. How do we maintain eye contact? Yeah. Yes. Uh, just look around the room when you're talking. Okay. I mean, people are. You don't need to to focus on what person, or you can. But when I'm sitting on a room, I don't know if you're looking at me or not. You might be looking at the person behind me, but I feel because of your range of vision that you're look. If your eyes are pointing at me, I think you're looking at me when you're actually looking at the person behind me. Mm. And and that's one of the, and that's one of the things that people are uncomfortable with looking people in the eye. Yeah. And, and here in America, I mean, it's uh, something that is essential that you look people in the eye so they can trust you. That's the way they they know that you are being honest with them. And and for people like me, like us, who come from a different culture yeah. where, you know, looking people in the eye sometimes is not, you know, it's, it's frowned upon because it's not in our culture and not in our nature to do that. So sometimes, I know sometimes people look down when they're talking out of respect. Mm. That's the way I was taught, you know. Mm. And here in America, it's different. You have to look people in the eye to yeah. create that connection. And so you don't have to stare too, but, you know, you can look away for a moment and then establish that content again. And that's how you develop trust here in this society. And, wow. you know, one of the uh, reasons why I wanted to come in your show was so I can reach some people from other cultures and, you know, try to explain how it is done here and help them too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's everything you shared today is so, it's been so helpful but the last thing that I want to ask you is so okay because you talk about so many things you know we talk about so many things about speaking communications yeah. um networking right we call it you know, like almost all um the, the, all the skills needed for us mm -hmm. to be successful in life or in business so what is really one thing that you want my listeners to take away from this episode or maybe one action that you want them to take after this episode start practicing you're not going to become better unless you practice Mm. Uh, I practice in front of a mirror, Okay, you know, talking. If I have a speech coming up or if I'm going to meet with you, like before I was meeting with you, I have, you know, my points prepared and I was just talking them. You know, in broadcasting, when you're studying broadcasting, one of the things you have to become comfortable when you're working radio mm. is talking to yourself in a dark room. Yeah. If you cannot do that, you're not going to be successful. Yes. You gotta pretend like you there's somebody there and you're talking to him or her yeah, yeah. that's that's very difficult to do yeah and, uh, and, and what i can say to your listeners is that you have to practice and you have to get out there and do it go meet people even if you say hi how are you doing that's it you get the conversation going you pick up clues like we said earlier uh talk about their hobbies uh talk about their watch or something that they're wearing oh that's a very nice watch where you get that what kind of watch it is <laughs> wow yeah and that's how you start conversation and, and you have to realize if you don't do it somebody else is going to do it so you want to be successful get out there and do it <laughs> yes i love that yeah thank you so much for coming today and now tell my people where they can find you online or you know if they have any other question or if they want to work with you where they can um get to know you more or connect with you yeah uh they can reach uh me on my website at dnamarkham.com or you can, they can send me a message there i'm also on linkedin on youtube facebook and uh hopefully they'll reach out i mean and i'm, I'm really willing and able to help 
Yeah, guys, you can see that he has already offered a lot of free advice today. So make sure I know you learned a lot from today's episode, just like me, to better com you know, to better um your communication skills. If you have any question, you know, you can send us a message, you can leave a comment below if you're watching this on YouTube. And make sure you visit the show notes where I put all the links and find all the resources that we have for you today. If you want to learn how to become confidently visible in your industry without the anxiety and overwhelm, this this podcast is for you and you can follow me as well on Instagram for daily tips and insights on confidence and visibility and remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss another juicy episode. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening today and until next time, keep showing up. Success doesn't show up for you until you show up and pursue your own success. Like he says, get out there and meet people. Thank you for listening to the Show Up Show with me, Joanne Chan. If you want to create more confidence, visibility, and authority in your business, send me a message on Instagram at Coaching. DM me the word show up, and I will send you my free signature training, Visibility Creates Possibilities, that you can watch right away to start exploding your visibility today.